This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Paddle and Fan Podcast, the Bass Fishing for Noobs segment, where we try to improve our skills as an angler by learning new techniques or improving the ones we already know. I'm your host, Ryan Milford. Sean Lavery with me was my co-host um, Ryan and uh, we have a couple of guys today on the show tonight uh, we're going to do a nice uh, kind of conversation about uh, their experiences and uh, we have Jason um, Heath and uh, I just drew a blank who am I forgetting Cody <laughs> Cody <laughs> My bad, my bad. Thank you guys we'll for all being behind. on the show tonight. Um, um, so uh, Ryan, what do you think? We're uh, start off by just uh, letting each one introduce themselves and uh, tell us a little bit about where they're from and um, how they got started in fishing. Yeah, that sounds good. Awesome. So, anybody, any volunteers to go first? Sure. <laughs> Uh, my name's uh, Jason Rathman. I live in uh, northern Oklahoma. Started out fishing when I was uh, probably eight or nine. Me and my dad walked about three miles down a creek that's on our farm to the mouth of a, a flood control site. what it is. And we threw out trot lines and catfish a little bit and bobber and caught some and started from there and fished for bass at a neighborhood pond and caught a bunch of big bass top water the guy fed them so they got big he fed them dog food so they got big there and once i graduated high school i didn't pick up a fishing pole for 22 years until last fall just got life got a hold of it and didn't pick up a pole wow and you just recently got into a kayak too I got into the cot into my kayak uh, Thursday was the no Wednesday was the first time I got into it first kayak. That's wow. awesome. I, I was excited for you when I saw that on Instagram. You got you a kayak and everything. It, it took long enough to finally be able to use it. Yeah, my wife bought it for me. Actually, my wife had my father-in-law buy it for me the weekend after Christmas because it was on sale in Victoria, Texas. And it went through a whole shipping predicament for me to take two months to get into it. <laughs> well, that's awesome. You're in one now. What are you paddling? It's a Pelican Challenger 100 Angler. Okay. It's it's baby blue. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's the exact same kayak I started in, except mine was red. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's the only color they had left. My father-in-law was like, do you have a different color? Nope, that's it. Well, as a Kentucky fan, you know, I would have preferred the blue, but that's, <laughs> that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Being an Oklahoma State fan, I would have rather not had the red. I'd rather have the blue. Right on. All right, so, uh, Heath, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, Heath Barkley, uh, Born and raised in Middle Tennessee, uh, 
uh, grew up in Hendersonville, just down the road from Old Hickory Lake, uh, the Drake's Creek portion. Was in within walking distance of the coves and fishing around there. And, and <clears throat> I started fishing, bass fishing in, in, in high school. I guess I was probably 15 or 16. Uh, just got interested in it by watching guys like Bill Dance and Jimmy Houston and, and all those guys and watching watching those shows that come on, I guess it was TNN is where they came on Sunday. I guess also on ESPN. And um, we would have, there was a group of us and we would have uh, bank fishing tournament tournaments on Saturday morning and, uh, and just enjoy that. Uh, then gone off to college, went to UT, didn't even carry a fishing pole with me. Um, you know, after college, started working, got married, kids, and, you know, it's been probably somewhere between 20, 25 years later, you know, I've, we've got two boys and that I want to teach them how to, and I'm now living in Smyrna and by Percy Priest Lake, and those are two totally different kinds of lakes, and I'd come down here, and I couldn't figure out how to fish it, because I was used to fishing Old Hickory Lake, where there's boat docks everywhere well on percy priest there's not a single boat dock anywhere and it's just a totally different environment for me and i was trying to fish from a bank out in parks and places like that and i just couldn't figure it out and so i ended up uh last may we bought a couple of kayaks we got some uh, jackson bites and uh i think uh, every month from may from may until december you got out at least one time in them and, you know, caught a few fish, but, you know, I was lucky if I caught one or two and, and just want to trying to get back into the swing of things. And, and so I, you know, I want to learn more so that I'll be able to pass it on to my kids. I feel that. So, uh, Hey, the, the guy, we can't remember your name. Cody, Cody, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote it down. It's got it now. Um, well, I've been right. Um, didn't really fish much growing up. My dad's kind of scared of water, so didn't really have a whole lot of going on there. But um, about four years ago, I started fishing with my brother-in-law, fishing out of a boat. We fished a couple of tournaments, and um, excuse me. Two years ago, I bought a really, really cheap kayak, and I fished out of it twice and hated every second of it and took it home and swore off kayak fishing for the rest of my life. And last spring, I went out and bought a different one and absolutely fell in love with it this time. And so I fished probably 60 to 80 days last year and a lot of tournaments and stuff. So just had a really good time with it. Um, backtracking a little bit because I kind of jumped into that. I'm in Michigan mid-michigan so we're just finally thankfully getting rid of all the ice so excited to get out there and do some more fishing i was out this weekend and be again out again tomorrow so yeah i bet you are i know uh all the illinois guys on the podcast they uh you know they getting stuck at home they, they can't stand it where i've been fishing at least sure. a little bit all through the winter wow yeah, no, I was so happy with Friday. I actually went and seen that the lakes were finally clearing out so we could get out there. But uh, did did you say what kind of kayak you, you got? 
Um, the kayak I have right now is a Vibe Seaghost 130. Oh, that's right. That's right. You got the same one as me because we were talking about yep. mountain trolling motor and stuff. Yes, sir. Sweet. Now I'm curious, how long have each of y'all been listening to Paddle and Finn? Uh, I started listening to it last fall, uh, actually probably about August, and I started at the very start when Brian had it with, uh, uh, what do they call him, the original, and oh, I gee. listened to yeah, I listened to every single podcast, because I was driving four hours a day, going to work for a couple months, I listened to every single podcast. I still ain't even done that yet. <laughs> I've went back and listened to, to a few that uh, were before I started actually listening. But but so you actually started listening about the time that I started this segment. Because uh, it was in August whenever probably. I started Fast Fishing for Noobs on Paddle on Finn. Yeah, probably. But I didn't get to yours until like a month later after I'd listened to all the previous. <laughs> okay. I don't like starting in the middle. Okay. I have to start at the start. Heath, um, I had I had known about the podcast for some time, um, but I when uh, I had well actually I had seen when you were um, on your own, I had um, I had it saved in my in my um, podcast on um, I guess. Um, whatever service i was using and and then i um i don't know just searching around and saw it there and then saying oh wait he's, he must be tied in with these guys and then uh you were probably four um i don't know you were already a few episodes into it when i picked it up and like uh, um i went back and and listened to yours and honestly your yours is the one i, I probably is the only one I listen to. Uh, and I, what I, what really brought me, you know, drove me into yours is because you're, you're fishing the same waters that I was. And, yeah. um, that, that caught my attention when I started hearing some familiar names and, and, and that's just where I started. I, I can't remember what the first episode was that I was, that I'd listened to, but, um, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been listening that long, but, uh, I've enjoyed what I've heard so far. Yeah, that that's awesome. Like to hear people. It, first of all, I want to apologize for you having to deal with like back when I was doing my own podcast because that was terrible. I go back and listen, and I'm like, oh my! I, I was like all nervous and didn't know what I'm talking about and all that. But but yeah, that that's awesome how you did that. And then we're both kind of from the same area. You know, I work in Smyrna. And you said you, that's where you live, so we're right here. I know we've talked yes. about getting together this year and doing some fishing. Yes. What, what about you, Cody? Um, I started about the same time back in August, I think, around there. I was driving back and forth to a lot of tournaments, so I had a lot of time on the road and was looking for something different to listen to. So came across your guys's and... I haven't gone quite as far back in the archives to the beginning, but you know, <laughs> you run out occasionally, so I go back and start listening to the older stuff. But awesome, cool. Well, uh, so what? What's some of the biggest struggles that y'all have had? You know, with uh, you know, with 
bass fishing and you know you know finding fish or catching them or you know what's just some struggles that y'all just had a hard time with what go cody oh i was just gonna say um just staying kind of positive you know i have a tendency of i get half hour into a trip and not getting into anything i'm ready to to throw everything down and sell everything, sink the kayak in the lake and go home. <laughs> you know, so it takes a lot to stay in that. You know, but I'm getting better with it, working my way up. So. Uh, I can hear it already when the other guests hear this episode and hear that they're gonna be like, "This Milford," yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I, I I had a day back in December where like the wind was blowing me everywhere. I couldn't get a bite and everything. So I'm like, who wants to buy some fish and stuff? I'm done. What was that? I said, you'd be smarter about it than I would. Mine would just be at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, I, when I was learning, I watched a lot of YouTube videos and I think you really get spoiled watching that because you watch them and they're catching fish left and right. And then when you go out, you know, and actually do it yourself and you don't have that same kind of, action but what you don't realize is how much of the time they cut out of that video and yeah, yeah. uh definitely yeah yeah i can't tell you how many times i've watched videos and like man they make it look so easy and like i i got confidence just watching them like i'm about to go out here and slay them and nothing <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse to have that resource at your fingertips it really is yeah <laughs> So, uh, Heath, Jason, what about y'all? What's the biggest struggle? Oh, what I've, what I've struggled with is, is, you know, I mentioned earlier, just trying to learn a completely different lake, a home lake. And, you know, I, I don't use any kind of electronics. Um, and I just, you know, probably within, well, really, probably since May, um, you know, have been able to find, you know, the Navionics so I can at least see what contours and structures look like under the water. Um, but, you know, I've struggled with what do I throw? What do I take out? Uh, um, do I take four rods with me, six rods with me? Just two? Do I take soft plastics, hard baits, spinner baits? You know, what am I going to do? I take everything out? Do I, I just want to, you know, I would like to learn just a couple new things, but then I don't want to take just one or two things and then not, not catch anything. And, and, and a lot of times for me, it's just, just finding the time. Uh, you know, we've got four kids, I got a house, a job and life. And, you know, I, you know, I can't just take off every weekend and go fishing. Um, things, there's things to do around the house. So that's always, uh, um, a struggle just to find the time. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. 
Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Yeah. And, and Percy Priest, it's, it's a really pressured lake, too. There's a lot of boaters out there. And even in, like, the smaller areas, like Stewart's Creek, you know, boaters are coming back up in there in, like, two or three foot of water. They're coming right up in there. So, yeah, I've I've struggled there, too. Jason? Yeah, I I don't have a struggle with positivity because anytime I get to go fishing, I mean, good Lord is letting me go fishing. So I I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) <laughs> my my problem well i don't get me wrong i get frustrated but i i thought i stop and i think about it i'm like hey i'm fishing and i'm not doing anything else at the time so but uh my struggle last year was mother nature because in oklahoma we had all that flooding and rain and just horrible weather in may april late april and may of last year and it flooded everything and I started in it, trying to fish in July in the heat of the summer. Fish weren't right, and you couldn't hardly. I mean, I I went out the first five or six times. I took my son with me, and between the two of us, I think we caught two, three fish the first five or six times we went fishing. And you you just couldn't catch them. It was the and I talked to the game wardens and everything else, and they were like, it's it's just horrible everywhere fishing wise that nobody was catching anything so i found something that worked and that's when i started catching them when it started cooling off man i i I can relate to all those struggles the middle game you know trying to break down a new body of water with no electronics you know dealing with mother nature and all that man i i can I've been there in all those situations, so I, I can feel you on all that. Same here, man. I mean, it's, it's the time thing, too, and I know what you mean. When you only have a certain amount of time and uh, you know your time's limited, you, you want to go out there and throw something you know. It doesn't really afford you a lot of time to, to, to try new stuff because you want to catch stuff, but uh, you also want to you know, pick up new things, so it makes it tough. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my biggest struggles I've had is that time on the water, kind of like what Heath was saying, you know, I don't, I've, I'm married, two kids, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time to go out there. I go out there like one day every other week. So, and so when I'm out there, you know, I'm, I'm not really trying too much new stuff, whatever I want to try what I know. And if it don't work, I get frustrated and yeah. So, on the on the other end, of that what's some big accomplishments that y'all have made? Fishing again after twenty two years. <laughs> <laughs> what brought you back? What made you pick up the the rod again? Uh, to be honest with you, a podcast. I uh, the the back last year doing the same driving that I was telling you about that I found the podcast on. I was listening to a podcast called bass fishing dads and yeah, i like that I one wanted, yeah i i haven't listened to them since i found paddle and finn but i like to i like their podcast and just driving back and forth listening to fishing all the time i was like you know, one day i looked at my wife and 
was like, we're not doing anything. You want to go fishing? So we went out to one of the little local lakes and we sat there and we just wet some lines and we didn't catch anything. We just had fun fishing. And from there, I started going by myself and with my boys and it just went from there. Cool. Heath, Cody. Any big accomplishments? Um, big accomplishments. Well, just getting out. You know, we. Uh, I actually got my wife's blessing to purchase these kayaks. Uh, first, you know, one of them's hers. <laughs> but um, you know, that that was a that was a that was a big start because you know it had been a few years ago and I'd seen Chad Hoover. Um, fishing out of a kayak and it was probably one of his early tv shows i don't know if it was called not right or not right outdoors or something like that and that was back when he even he owned the uh the hook one stores and you know that got me interested but you know put some money aside and something would happen put some money aside something would happen and you know this just last year you know all these kayaks were coming out that were like sub a thousand dollars, but you know, made by premium kayak builders. And you know, this the time just seemed right. We had the money and just pulled the trigger on them and um, have enjoyed it. Um, I got you know to be there when my my oldest boy he caught his first largemouth bass. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, he was just over there on his own, throwing a little like. Uh, he calls them swim shads. They're like, well, uh, they have the hook already embedded in them. And yeah. I don't even think he knew what he was doing. He just threw it to a lucky spot and, you know, got one. And, you know, and that was thrilling. He was, you know, he was excited about it and I was happy for him. And, um, you know, the, that's a big accomplishment. I mean, you know, the largest fish I ever caught was a four and a half pound largemouth when I was 16 years old. And that has been 30 years ago. Um, yeah. I would love to catch just that, but you know, if I can see my boys catching a fish, that's that's just as important. And you, you know, that's I want to help them to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah I completely agree on that. Like back in the summer, we went to a campground. <laughs> they had a little catch and release pond, and uh, you know. My, my wife and the kids and, and my stepdad, they're all fishing for like bluegill and and stuff. And I, I didn't really do a whole lot of fishing. I was doing more taking the fish off the hooks and putting worms <laughs> on, on them for them and everything. My wife's like, yeah. why aren't you fishing? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm just helping y'all out so y'all, y'all can have a good time. Which I had my kayak with me, and there's like a lake across the street from the <laughs> campground. So, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I, I wouldn't hit that one one day without them. So, Cody, what's a big accomplish, uh, accomplishment that you've made? Um, well, I qualified for the national championship through KVF this past year. That was Ooh. a grind. So that was kind of my big thing that I was striving for last year and managed to somehow pull out. I think they just kind of felt bad for me, so they gave me the walk back to jump up. But, you know, I'll take it because I'm not um, It took me towards the end of the year. Actually, it was the second from last tournament I was in, but I actually did manage to catch a limit in a tournament, which was a huge deal for me because I don't generally do that. <laughs> I do enough to get by, and that's about it. So that was kind of kind of cool for me. But, yeah. 
Um, other than that, I caught a new PB last year, but it wasn't anything crazy. So, what was it? Uh, Twenty-one and a half. So, nice. Large nice. mouth or small mouth? Large mouth. Yep. Is <clears throat> was it pushing close to six or somewhere around six? I didn't have a scale on me at that point, to be honest with you. So I could not tell you. I could take a wild guess at it, but it would be right. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good fish regardless. Yep, but, uh, I was happy about it. So, how do you feel about the uh, national championship being moved now? Oh, I'm not exactly thrilled. I had everything worked out. We had an Airbnb, and I was going to go down there for ten days and hang out and fish. And now I have to fight with my jury duty because they had me scheduled uh, for national dates for jury ooh. duty. And it was after they rescheduled it because they had me scheduled for the first time that Nationals was scheduled for. So. <laughs> Sounds like they have they something like, against fishing. <laughs> yeah. Jerks. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's funny that you, uh, that you said that because I've been doing jury duty as well. And they just added another date for us that we have to come in. And supposed to be in late May. Well, I was supposed to be going to on a Gatlinburg uh, trip with my family to that. And they said, oh, we'll, we'll get you uh, exempt from it. Well, now the Gatlinburg trip has been canceled because of all this coronavirus and everything going on. So, <sighs> yeah. And I, I was summoned to uh, jury duty also. Man, everybody's getting jury duty all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, don't say that. You're next, Heath. You know, no, I, no, I, no, no, no. I actually didn't mind it because, you know, as long as I'm there to at least 1030, I don't have to go to work and I get paid for the full day. But the, my work. Yeah, so I'm like, keep me here till at least 1030. And and I, I'm I'm good. <laughs> Anything before that, I still got to go to work, but I still get paid for the time I was there. So, pretty good deal for me. Um, what uh, what kind of lures or technique have you all kind of drawn towards? Like, what what's become like your favorite, your go tos? Jigs. <laughs> Jigs. You caught that that PB on a jig. Yep, I caught the jig uh, fever, huh? The second uh, was the second or third fish I caught off a jig last fall was nineteen and a half. I I call that my PB, but that's my my twenty two years later PB. Um, But uh, it was just off a Archie jig, uh, green pumpkin with a green pumpkin craw trailer on the back of it, and it wasn't even a trailer; it was a full creature. Uh, plastic on the back of it it looked huge and funky but they they were destroying it that day but yeah awesome I I have not settled down on a favorite method Um, I guess a rattle trap is my favorite because that's what I that's what I caught that big one on when I was 16 I say big one. It was big. It's big to me, but um, 
that's what I caught it on. I, I mean, I can still, it was, a, it was a rattle trap, half ounce in the Tennessee silver shad. And, you know, it's probably something I'll never forget. But, you know, I still carry rattle traps with me today. And, you know, I always have one. So that's probably my favorite kind of goat. Um, so, yeah. I was, was going to well, say that bait probably hasn't changed much since then. <laughs> no, it hasn't. No, I mean, a lot of things have changed. Like when I <laughs> yeah. started trying to get back into it, you know, I saw a chatterbait for the first time. I was like, what's a chatterbait? What's it got that ugly looking blade on the front? What's that thing? I don't even, couldn't even tell you where I was supposed to, where I was supposed to tie it on it. <laughs> hey, I, I've, I've now, been you know, that was the hottest thing. I've been bass fishing for like what six or seven years now, and I've never heard of a chatterbait till last year, 2019. So, but but no, I was, I was gonna ask you, uh, did you end up going and fishing that uh, KBFTN event, that rattle trap only tournament? I didn't. Life happened. Something got something got in the way, and I wasn't able to make it. I hear you. Yeah, I I, I know. Uh, I think I saw you were talking on there interested in it. I was interested in it, even though I've never caught a fish off a rattle trap. But I was like, I just want to go just to do it. And like, I, I think it was like one or two nights before. I was like, what am I do? Why do I want to go do this when I, I have no idea how to catch a fish with this thing? So I, I didn't end up going. And I think I actually ended up going the, going fishing the day after. I think I think that's when I caught that one that I think was about four and a half pounds out at Williamsport. But uh, the boat. Yeah, yeah. Went, me and my dad, my buddy, went out on the boat. Yeah. Cody, what's been uh, your go-to? Um, well, I learned on the weightless Sanko, so that's kind of my confidence go-to when everything goes south. But um, if I could, I'd throw a buzzbait year-round. I love throwing a buzzbait. It's just so much fun to watch that blow up. But yep. Is there you – know, I've never really used a buzzbait. You know, with Jigmasters being a sponsor of the show, I've got a couple of them on, on their way to me to try them out. Is there a big difference in, in that and, like, the Whopper Plopper? Because I know y'all know, you know, I love the Whopper Plopper, so – Mm-hmm. Is there a big difference in, in that and like the action or the way they hit it and all that? Uh, well, I don't have a whole lot of experience with the Whopper Popper. I'm oh. I just started throwing a couple, little bit there at the end of last year, but um, I know the Whopper Popper you can kind of stop it and let it sit there, whereas the Buzzbait you got to keep it moving, keep it up yeah, on yeah. plane, otherwise you're gonna get down into the into the gunk and you'd be done. But I don't like I said I don't have a whole lot of experience with the as I blank out completely on the name. What, Whopper Flower? <laughs> the Whopper Flower. Thank you. I got to write it down, engrave it. You know. <laughs> Just so like yeah, I know the to do your name. Hey, I got exactly. it. I, w- I would say that <laughs> with a buzz bait, you probably need to wait until you feel the fish on it before you try to set the hook because you're just dealing with a, s- a single hook or you know you may have a treble. Whereas with a yeah. Whopper Flower, you got two treble hooks and more you know it's more easily gonna hook it on you know it's gonna hook itself but with a buzz bait sometimes you're gonna see that blow up and you might set the hook before the fish has even got it you just pull in on the blow up and you're gonna miss it yeah see one buzz bait's clanky 
Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. Yeah, One lucky thing, squeaky. Me, yeah. Yeah. One lucky thing for me is I have terrible reaction time. So, <laughs> you know, where most people would probably go ahead and set the hook and miss it, you know, I'm like a second or two behind everybody who's setting the hook, so it's going to be making perfect time, you know. <laughs> there you go. I, I threw a buzz bait when I was first starting to learn, and I don't know if I was doing it correctly at all, but I had no luck on it, so I, I bailed on it pretty quick. But now that I kind of know what I'm doing a little better, I plan to pick that up again. Um, Throw it Juan, on the, the top of some shallow grass. Juan, the guy we had on uh, uh, a few times ago, he uh, was showing me a counter-rotating buzz bait. It actually has two different blades, and they rotate in opposite directions. And he was saying those work good for smallies in the river. So I, I bought one. I just haven't thrown it yet. Uh, is that one, it's like double side by side, or is the one where one's inside the other one? No, this one, they're stacked right behind each other, but they're oh, the okay. blade pitch is different on each one. So one spins one way, and the other spins right behind it the other direction. So right. I was going to say, Jay Randall makes the type, I, I believe, one, one's inside the other, and... I guess one yeah. spins one way. I, I, I'm not, but yeah, I, I saw those at uh, Dale Hollow. I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah, I saw those too. So, what what what's been y'all's favorite episode of Paddle and Pin so far? Like, I'll I'll what? answer that one. Um, Bill Schultz. Yeah. Uh, got each count of every fish he catches. Yeah, Bill uh, Schultz. Yeah. Uh, small mouth. I think he's a small mouth guy. And then this last guy that you just had on, um, Coomer. Steve Coomer. Yeah. 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 That was that was good because you know they they're kind of old school guys, and um, that, that that's why I really like to listen to watch. Uh, here in Tennessee, we've got someone called uh, someone. Joey Monteleone, and, and he's been in the you know for decades, and he paddles a kayak, and you know he's on a little radio program here um, on AM radio every morning for for like a little ten minute uh, on Tennessee Wild Side on on TV on public t on public TV, and uh, you know he's just you know a simple. Does he use electronics? He, he's out there catching fish on skinny. And, you know, he that that's the kind of, um, you know, when, when I read something, I, you know, 
I'll read something, you know, by these guys who've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, you don't know their names. They don't usually have big YouTube channels. Um, you know, I even gone back and, you know, like stuff like uh, Charlie Brewer, um, the guy who invented the slider. And, yeah. Um, a little that you can get from his company. And so I'm reading it. And, you know, that that's the, you know, when, when you have guys like Bill C. Common, you know, because, you know, they're not talking about the big fancy stuff. I think Bill Schultz was talking about fishing with just a plain old curly tail grub. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people would, you know, that's not flashy or anything. It's not a chatterbait. You know, it's not a log. It's just a curly tail grub on a quarter round. And he's just, you know, smashing them with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned Joey. Uh... You know, I've actually thought about trying to get him on here before. I'm, I, I might need, I might go ahead and reach out to him. You know, he, he's got a lot of good info, and you know, I follow him on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I think you should. Might have to do that after after we're done recording here. So, uh, Jason, Cody, what, what's been some of y'all's favorite episodes? Um, I'll second him on the Bill Schultz episode. That one was really good. And then uh, I really enjoyed listening to the slumps, my slumps episode with Schiller. <laughs> that was a pretty good one, trying to help me with my, my mental problems. So. <laughs> if y'all don't have to pick just Bass Fishing for Noobs uh, episodes, I, I just meant in general. But y'all, y'all can pick them though. You know, I, I feel pretty fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, to to be honest, I pretty much only listen to uh, this podcast now, and some of the OG show. Uh, I try to listen to both of those all the time. But my favorites would be anything with uh, Cody Jennings from Jig Masters. Imagine that. My favorite lure now is a jig, and. Uh, uh, I like the Bill Shoals one too. That that kind of gave me an idea of getting a, a notebook, which I have right here beside me. That I'm a, I want to start keeping track of how many I keep. I mean, he keeps track of them in his head. How many he catches every year? I'm gonna have to write them down, but I'm not gonna have near as many as he does. <laughs> well, you know, in, instead of you know writing them down, what you could do is. Uh... Sean, I I don't know. I, I haven't checked out the OG show yet. Yeah, too. Brian mentioned. Too. Yeah. When he okay, heard. okay. I, I, you know, <laughs> it's too late anyway. Yeah, we have a new sponsor of the podcast. The uh, Angler app is now sponsoring the podcast. And uh, so you need to get one of those bullseyes. That way when you catch a fish, have it just on your hat, click it, yeah. and it records all, all that information. I, I haven't messed with it yet myself, but it, well, Sean has. You you like punch in the size of your fish and everything manually, and everything else is recorded. Yep, uh, yep. You can uh, you can put in which lure you use and um, that kind of stuff. But all of the the weather, the uh, the the location, all of that's stored automatically just by pushing the button. So yeah, I've got it. I, I use it. I've used it a few times. I ain't caught very many fish with it, but <laughs> usually what I'll do is, you know, I've I've got a um, I've got a hog trough that I carry with me, and just so I can keep track of the size of the fish, so I'll take a with the hog, you know, fish on the hog trough, 
and um, and and then you know just record the information later. But yeah, you can put your rods in, your lures in, what kayak you've got, and the water flow, water, the air temperature, all that stuff is um, added in later. I mean, it, it's neat because the, the before I had, it, I, you know, taking some pictures, and then after one of their updates, it asked me if I wanted to go back through and try to record some trips based on the pictures that I had, and it did. Now it didn't, it didn't follow That's the cool. curve of the the river, but you know, it went back and created a trip and plotted where I had caught those fish based on the, I guess, the geotags of the pictures. That's, That's awesome. cool. That's neat. I, I've been wanting one for a while. I just hadn't stuck out the money for it. But so I'm, yeah. I'm excited to have them on now and get to try it out. My problem so, is always that I got so excited to catch the fish that I'd forget to push the button. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably going to be me a few times. Hey, good luck. So. You know, let's say outside of the podcast, what's some of the best advice that y'all feel like's been told to you uh, by anybody? You know, somebody at a boat ramp, or a relative, or a fishing buddy, or you know, whoever. Just just piece of advice that's really you feel like helped you out. Hmm. Uh, don't be afraid to try new tactics, try yeah. new baits out. Just try different things. You're not going to do it wrong. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? You lose a bait, you know, but, uh, that ask questions, pretty much anybody I've met, I don't know about where you guys are, but up here, anybody I meet on the lake, I can ask them a question. And most of the time they're going to help me out, you know, whether it's, Hey, what are you catching mine? You know, deep, shallow, whatever, you know, everybody's really friendly. Most of the time you get out on the water, especially the kayak guys, there's something about being in a kayak. It's kind of, you know, the brotherhood and people are willing to help out. So, you know, yeah. Sweet. I'd say to just slow down and enjoy your time on the water. You know, it's, uh, Jason said earlier, it's, you know, you're out there on the water to fish. You're not working. You're not, you know, doing work work or housework. You're fishing. Just, just enjoy your time and relax and slow down. Um, that's probably, you know, been... You know, a struggle I have is is trying to get to the next thing and not slowing down, but just slow down. That's definitely good advice. Yeah, and I I don't know where I heard it, but I'd have to say the best piece of advice I was told was to get on the water, get off the bank, and get on the water. Um, I've always I've, I think I fished off of a boat one time, and that was striper fishing on Lake Texoma 15 years ago. I forgot about that trip, but that was stripers. I don't consider that bass fishing to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still was, like to it, go do it sometime. It, it looks like fun. That's a big old fish. I, I was the only one out of six people that did not even get a bite, so I don't yeah. even count it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my niece and nephew pretty much caught the limit for everybody. Wow. But yeah, it's, it's it's get on the water because you get off <laughs> the bank, it opens up so much more fishing area like that the pictures that you saw on instagram the other day ryan uh that was the same spot that i caught my pb on and i caught those fish one of them in the same spot and two of them that i caught i caught in a spot that i couldn't even see 
from the bank. I mean, I didn't even know that that body of water went back that far. So get on the water. You'll find stuff you never knew existed. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big bank fisherman myself. I will bank fish if, you know, that it comes down to it. But I, I love being out on a kayak. And, you know, if I have to, a boat, I'll go out there. But I, I just love being out there where you can get around uh, two different spots and stuff. So I, I think it's really cool. I, Man, just seeing how excited you are about get, getting a kayak, you know, I, I, you know, it made me feel good for you, you know? And, yeah. you know, I watched your last YouTube video because you got a YouTube channel. Yeah. And and uh, your, fir- your first, your maiden voyage in your kayak. And I actually had a piece of advice for you that that I figured out myself this this winter. You know, with with colder water and stuff, I, I went out and uh, I bought a. Four, I went to Walmart, bought a fourteen dollar pair of rubber boots, mm-hmm. and been wearing those out with the colder water. I saw you were in tennis shoes and you were like having to like scoot to get out there. Yeah. Well, well with those rubber boots, they're waterproof, so you can walk out there in you know six inches of water and not have to worry about anything. Just get in there and start paddling. So yeah, that, that's. I was going to suggest that to you, you know, uh, probably make it a little easier getting in and out of the kayak. Yeah, I meant to, actually that day it was 73 degrees, and I meant to uh, wear my muck boots, but those things, oh. I would have been sweating like crazy if I was in a Awesome. So, uh, y'all got a... Uh, Y'all got plans of fishing the new tournament we're trying to put together? I I would like to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, see what you got coming up. I I'm game for sure. Awesome. Is it is it going to be like a month long tournament or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a month long tournament. Uh, still working out all the details about it, but I, I was hoping all y'all would be uh would be planning on fishing it because all three of y'all are getting y'all's entry fees paid by paddling Finn into the first monthly tournament. Nice. Oh, sweet. sweet. Thank you. That is sweet. Yeah. I didn't tell y'all that ahead of time. I wanted to get the surprise. You know, y'all could act a little little more excited about it. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) We got a three-month-old bait. Yeah. Yeah. Jump up and down. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but no, I, I figured that'd be something cool to do for y'all for taking the time out of y'all's night and coming in here and talking to us and sharing, you know, y'all's experience with getting into fishing and everything. Um, I, I think it's cool to talk to other like-minded people, people that, you know, I, I've talked to several anglers that, you know, are really good anglers, very experienced anglers very experienced kayakers and all that so it's cool to talk to other people that are still you know kind of new to the kayaking thing still you know trying to catch on to the fish thing all that so yeah is there anything you guys are looking for that we can we you know uh, ideas you have uh, stuff you'd like to hear or people you'd like us to talk to uh actually ryan i've kind of been uh I've been meaning to mention it to you, but you ought to uh, try to message Greg Blanchard. 
out in California. I think he'd be pretty cool to get on. <clears throat> I, I've thought about it. I feel like that's going to be a hard one to get, but yeah. I've I heard he's really receptive to talking to people. So really? you might want to reach out to him. Yeah. The other podcast that I'm affiliated with, affiliated with we have, are actually going to be talking to him here at some point this summer. He's just really busy. <laughs> so it's yeah. just working the schedule part out. But other than that, he's he's a really nice guy. Um, do you? Do you have a podcast? I don't have a podcast, but uh, the tournament series that I'm helping to run this oh, okay. year, we run a podcast on Tuesday nights, Topwater Live, shameless plug. But uh, <laughs> you know, look us up. We have, I don't know, 60-something tournaments running in Michigan this year. So oh, wow. we got quite wow. a one down. Cool. Well, you know, I'm, I might be able to get to them pretty easy, you know, if I reach out to Obedee Williams first, maybe, maybe he'll hook me up with him. You know, he, he's part of the uh, Dark Horse crew, isn't he? Yep. I think so, yep. Yes, he is. Yep. If I was going to suggest somebody, if you could get Ned Cady, you know, namesake for the Ned Rig, I don't know. Oh, I man. Know, I know he's yeah. done interviews. I don't know how he is on podcasts or technological advance he is it's i mean if you read any interviews that he's done i mean he's still using the same equipment he was using 20 years ago you know not you know if anyone saw him fishing a ned rig today that you know it wouldn't look like anything what they would be fishing i mean he's using a five and a half foot light action rod with you know one of the zebco cardinal reels that you know, <laughs> are 30 years old or older but um He's just an interesting guy, and, you know, he'll never take credit for the name of the bait rig. You know, he'll always call it, you know, Midwest Finesse. But uh, I think it would be uh, – I think he would be a great interview to have. And, you know, I think I heard uh, – I think I might have heard him on another podcast because I, I specifically remember an episode just about podcasts, so that might be that might be a pretty good one too, yeah. All like right, duly noted. <laughs> All right, uh, Sean, you got any more questions for the guys here? Uh, not that I can think of, man. I I think we covered a bunch of stuff tonight. So, any of y'all got any questions for us or each other or anything you want to mention or anything? Or any people you want to plug or? Um. Thank my wife because she's supported me throughout all of this craziness and hasn't complained too loudly when I spend way too much money on fishing gear. <laughs> and then, uh, there's a tackle shop up here, Mainstream Tackle out of Galesburg that I'm affiliated with this year. I'm on their fishing team. So, you know, shout out to them. Go see Matt if you're looking for a Vibe kayak. He's the only guy in Michigan who sells them. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Outside of that, that's about it. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Cody, you know, you, you want to shout out any social media or anything? Oh uh, yeah. Let me follow, up, follow you. Um, yep. On Facebook, just Cody Hart, H A R T. And then, um, my Instagram is heart attack fishing, all one word. And there'll be, a, there's not a whole lot posted on Instagram yet. I just started that a couple of weeks ago, but it'll be ramping up here with the, with the weather warming up. So look me up. Jason, he, you know, got any sponsors or social media y'all want to shout out? 
Or shout out wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I could shout yeah, out my wife for letting me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, uh, dad. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know, I was just going to say, you know, to thank the good Lord above for the opportunity to be able to get out and go fishing. Thank my family for allowing me to get away. And, uh, you know, sponsors, well, <laughs> you got to be good at something before you get sponsored. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I may not have any personal sponsors, but, you know, I, I've got sponsors on this podcast that love me, okay? So I, I'm not good at fishing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh do you, do you want to plug your social media or anything where somebody can come follow you if they want to uh, i've got a little fishing there ain't much there but you're welcome to follow it cool jason yeah um like, like everybody else is saying, you know, thank the good Lord for letting me go do it and enjoy it and be patient while I'm out there and thank the wife for letting me do it and uh, uh, look me up on uh, Five Lobes Fishing on YouTube. I've got seven or eight uh, videos up now and it's also Five Lobes Fishing on Instagram also. Cool. I will definitely add that one. Yeah. Need, need all the crappers I can get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and while y'all are over there on YouTube, uh, checking him out, make sure if you haven't already subscribed to the Paddle and Finn YouTube, you know, this, the video portion of this, plus all the other episodes will be on, on there. Uh, we do like some you know, Brad Hicks does a lot of review videos and stuff for that. And yeah, so we're, we're trying to grow that a little bit. Uh, Sean, you got any final words before we close it out? I, th- I think um, they can also, didn't uh, they say they're going to start featuring us on uh, on the Angler site too uh, as part of that deal um, eventually. So that should open up some listeners as well. Yeah. All that. So you can check us out there too. Yeah, I'm not sure of all the details of that just yet. You know, this is still kind of new to us, but but yeah, we'll keep everybody posted on that. But uh, you know what we should have done? We should have had these guys all come up with a new uh, outro for us, <laughs> so and, and then pick the best one. You know, me and Sean have kind of had some talks off off air, and I was like, man, we really got to change that. Ever since you said it sounds like the presidential candidate, you know, I, we got to change it. I have a new one to run by you sometime, but we don't have to do it on the air. No, no. <laughs> do it now. Do it you now. You want to hear it? Close all up. right. All right. Let me think of what I, what I was going to say. Uh, all right. Um All just, right. Just we, came up with this. <laughs> all right. So no, no. It was we we bring you the knowledge, the tips, the tri- tricks, and the tips to help you rip some lips. I like that. Nice. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, once again, appreciate all y'all coming on here. Appreciate everybody listening, and uh, 
Have a good week. Stay coronavirus free. Thank oh, yeah. you guys. You Thank too. you. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah. Peace, guys. Later. See ya. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle the letter N and Finn.com. Also, check out YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, or want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catchboard. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jigmasters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the recycled plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.